And we are live now. There we go. Look at that. Okay. Finally. Right. Thank you, Hotel Internet. Um, so we know Cass. Huddle on the desk. We were uh, making some arrangements uh, on the floor, but uh, great to be able to do it as always. And always great to be able to look back over a uh, on a win over Miami, man. It was fun. Incredible atmosphere. Great day, night. Uh, that was great, man. I know other people said this and they're right. If that was the kind of the final send off for a stadium that seats 78,000 or whatever it is now post champions club, then that was great. It was incredible atmosphere. Everything you could want in a Miami game other than, you know, maybe beating them by 20, but, uh, awesome evening. We said to the start, no, no style points in a rivalry. Yeah. You know, you, weird doesn't weird stuff always seem to happen in this game. Weird stuff. And, uh, a little sloppy tackling every once in a while, but uh, yeah, no, I mean it's it's Miami, very talented team. That athletes that we talked about, you saw on a couple, a couple displays. Uh, they played well. They played hard. Credit to them. Williams, a much better player than I thought he was yeah. going to be. Uh, gave you a much better effort. So uh, yeah, you're ten and zero. They're six and four. Uh, that was fun. Definitely an awesome atmosphere. Like that, that was really impressive. The the, the crowd brought it multiple times. Um, credit to Miami actually for handling the atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. it, I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty solid. They had a plan. They didn't try to do. I mean, they ran. Yeah, they they didn't try to do anything post huddle. Um, which probably a good idea in general when you're dealing with a newer quarterback, but particularly in an environment like that, it was simple. To me, it looked like they pared down a lot of what they were doing and uh again made the most of a, a couple missed tackles made opportunities when it came up uh we're a little fortunate i thought the uh i thought if you try that onside kick 10 times you probably get it eight you just had a, a strange baseball hop there where the thing hangs in the air for seemingly forever uh trey benson's left toe st- or right toe i guess steps out of bounds uh, a couple plays there but uh on the whole you're the better team won the game 10 and 0 likely college football playoff uh bound at this point and uh you move so exactly man like look we i think we've been really consistent about praising how far this team has come and i said this last night on cover three our our, our national show on cbs like we're like bud you've been consistent like you don't think this is a national championship team but I'm like, yeah, it's also a program and a team that lost to Jacksonville State like 20 months ago. Yeah. Right. Like the fact that we're, we're saying, hey, they didn't play their A game. They have guys who are clearly injured. I mean, you got guys who can only give you a half of football right now, you know, because they're dealing with whatever. Right. You know, whether it's like bursitis or, or you know, stress fractures or, or whatever it is. You got guys out there battling. It's, it's a well-coached football team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And they they keep winning. Right. Like you have some nice marquee wins. Clemson looks better every week. You won at their place. LSU last night looked a little sketchy. They had a cr- I don't know if you saw this targeting call on LSU last night, but it was LSU last night against the Gators was playing four true freshmen in the secondary. Oh, and it's still won by seventeen. So like it's the uh, most yards ever given up by Florida. That is all right. Daniels is insane, but you also held Daniels. Your first team held him to seventeen, and you're, like even when. You put the backups in, you still held them to 24. Mm-hmm. Like that LSU win, assuming they don't screw around and lose Texas AM, 
you're going to have the biggest win over LSU, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. that, that, this resume is going to be fine. I don't care if they stay at four or drop to five. It doesn't matter to me at all. If you win out, you are going to the college ball playoff. That is an unqualified, you know, six, like unquestioned yes. success. Despite what Heather Dinich says, you're going to the college football playoff. Oh, did Dennis say something crazy? She just doesn't have you in it. That's fine. We don't know where, and Noel Cast is not a worried about Heather Dennich podcast. Um, I, look, man, Heather Dennich was always uh, was, was super nice to me in person in the press box. Like, I, and I think she has the best gig in sports. Yeah, like covering the college football playoff committee college football, yeah. is the gig I want. Sir, like, sir, yourself again, and please. Uh, okay, back to you. Um, you know the food at that hotel though in Dallas is insane. Oh. Like, I I want that job actually. Like, that would be a an awesome. Awesome job. I I thought Dallas is one of the better culinary towns that I've been to recently. It was uh it was awesome. It was uh also awesome to see as many listeners uh as we did yesterday. Uh obviously oh, God, it's yeah. awesome to talk to anybody, but uh but Canada, Vermont, Philadelphia, Seattle. Uh it's almost like this is a real big game, you know, but it was great to see and get to talk to so many people who uh talk to us about just how this podcast is part of their, you know, connection to the program. And that's, that's awesome to hear always. So, yeah. I mean, some of these recent episodes, like about half of new Doke, like with the new capacity are listening to this show. It, it, it's, I, I really, at certain point, I'm like, I don't think we can grow this thing anymore. And then like, okay. Well, so that every year and it's growing yeah, like 25%. It's, so, yeah. It, um, it, you know, if you're growing 20%, I, but that's because of you guys. And, and we really appreciate y'all waking up in the morning with us to talk. I, look, I never really felt nervous about this for two reasons. Freshman quarterback, which you figure he wouldn't put together two good halves. And freshman cornerback? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and the fact that they didn't have their two starting corners. Yeah. Now, look, Johnny and Keon made some nice plays. Mm -hmm. They also don't look as twitchy to me as they did in the early part of the season. And I think that's mainly because they are playing through stuff. We know they are. No, it's – it's a banged up team. It really is yeah. a couple different places. Uh, um, you get next week. You know, it's not a bye week, but it's a it's a get healthy and and move on and go play Florida, who uh, is having their own unique struggles right now. So, uh, want to thank all our sponsors. Saw uh, Shannon briefly and didn't didn't see him. I missed him. Yeah, okay. saw him walking uh, through the Iron Field, and uh, it was Chad up. I saw Chad. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. I, I saw Chad. Uh, saw Matt Thompson at didn't see uh, Matt Thompson at, at Madso. It was awesome. Matt Thompson let me latch onto his Wi-Fi for a second when I was having an emotional meltdown. Thank you to all the Madso people. My hotel of choice was struggling with internet at times this weekend, and uh, yeah, I thought I was going to lose my mind for a second. But uh, everybody got their tickets. Everything worked out. Uh, big thanks to Madso. I can't tell you how many people came up to me and said. I've got reservations at Charlie Park. Oh, yeah. Do you think I'm going to like it? Like, bro, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I think you're going to like it. Like, I heard zero bad things. Oh, uh, no. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, so, Matt Lewis, didn't see him, but the good people at Congruity are a driving force behind the Nolcast and uh, make the business part of this as uh, smooth as it, as it possibly can be. So, thank you to all our sponsors. Louisiana Hot Sauce is always floating up there in the ether. Uh, supporting the Noel cast and uh, been behind us with everything that we've done. So let's talk offense. Um, Gene Bell gave you 29 snaps. You know, 
He's clearly dinged. Yeah. Coleman and Wilson are gutting it out, right? It, it Coleman didn't play against Pitt. If this wasn't the Miami game and you had North Alabama coming up and you knew it, like let's say you had another, like he had a Syracuse. Is he out there? You know what I'm saying? Like I think some of these guys are gutting through some stuff. Bless Harris gave you two snaps. Yeah. Right? No, I mean. Robert Scott. Did you see Robert Scott? Because I didn't see him. I I, I didn't. Think, uh, also, you know, something that you can miss. Although I was watching rotation pretty closely. I mean, uh, this is a banged up team. So when people are like, why did Mike get cute? Why did Atkins get cute? Well, you're kind of, well, you, I mean, it's not what it was three years ago, but there are times where you have to get cute. Mo Smith is freaking warrior. He's, uh, he's struggling. Uh, you got, you got a lot of kids gutting it out and a lot of kids who will uh, hopefully make the most of the next next week and yeah, see what that looks like. I actually, I liked the plan. Mm-hmm. I know this is crazy, but like I went back and watched it this morning. I, I thought there was good intent. I thought there was purpose behind what they did. I thought they were pretty anticipatory of some of the stuff Miami was going to do, or at least like what they thought they were going to do based on, on film, based on what this guy has done as a coordinator. You know, I, People where we were sitting were complaining about a lot of the quads looks mm-hmm. and how they kept running that counterplay out of quads. But here's the thing, guys. Like, as coaching staff, your job is to put guys in position to succeed. And Mike and Alex were clearly in their bag. And I do think that the number of points you scored is probably the lowest number of points you could possibly have scored based on some of the looks that you schemed up, mm-hmm. right? You, if you get that look when you run that quad set and you don't work there, yeah, it's game, yeah, right? You have to run that and you have to be able to, to hit it. Miami just beats you up physically on some of those plays, like they beat your block attempts. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Trey, he, he had an explosive on the one, he you want you want your back, your NFL back to be one-on-one with a dude mm-hmm. in the hole with really no safety help behind him. Like, that's kind of ballsy by Miami to play it that way. And credit to them, like, that is a legitimate defense. You said on the on, on the, the pregame show, hey, Miami's defense is going to play out of its mind. Mm-hmm. And they did. Young, they, young and talented and only yeah. going to get better. So uh, they, got some, they got some real nice young pieces. And uh, I thought, you know, Trey missed one or two that he'd like to have back, but I thought that was the best threes loop. Yes. Probably Florida. Agreed. Last year's Florida game. Yeah. Uh, strong. They have been pretty vanilla on offense, I think, purposefully for a, maybe a month now. Like, there's some stuff they break out. And like, I'm not saying that they don't, you know, game-specific plan, because they clearly do. But there's some stuff that we haven't seen, like the return screen to Coleman, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen Mike run before, but I do see uh, the Kansas the city chiefs run that in the super bowl mm-hmm. right like that's a good play you have a good look there you need uh it's either morlock or uh or jackson wet i just if you're if you're mike and atkins there and your guys in the booth you're like when you see that motion and you see how miami plays it and how they rotate it you're thinking touch mm-hmm. and you just gotta get a piece of somebody right did, did that really happen i don't think so okay uh, sorry, the live chat is saying some weird stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not jumping on to do an emergency pod. 
at 8 30 in the morning but i probably will have to do one at some point yeah uh well fisher's gone well hold on is this the real it's the real mcmurphy yeah this is the real guy well yeah billy lucci's reporting it which if you're familiar with the structure of tech zags um that's not I that's going to say something uh they had called me this week uh, and I'm going to do the show so I don't I don't think it I don't think it's bad to reveal this they were trying to book me on their show uh -huh. because full circle seven years ago I had said some things that a lot of the, the Texan and fan base was discounting mm -hmm. and they're like hey would you like to come on and revisit some of those things you said seven years ago and I was like honestly like yes but also I'm pretty busy this week it's my <laughs> week so give me you know give me a little time um I like the return screen okay mm -hmm. I the shovel pass that Mike and Alex schemed up was a really good play Miami just played it right like um I thought the one sort of little iso run that they seen for Jordan was really nice right I thought the option stuff they broke out it was a perfect time to run that option stuff and they hit some explosives yeah, they did you know I, honestly like if Benson this is to my point of that's probably the lowest number of points you could have scored based on how well I thought you coached offensively. Mm -hmm. Like if Benson doesn't step out there, it's not like he's getting tackled. He's he's no, going. No. So look, I I was fairly happy with how you kept fighting. I thought the plan was pretty good if you know who's banged and who's not, mm -hmm. right? Uh Miami deserves credit there offensively for sure. Yep. Yeah, the receivers made some uh, catches. Renardo Green a couple times has really good coverage. They just that kid made a nice play. Yeah, was in good coverage. Um, a little loose in the back end a couple times. You got some tackling issues. You've got some um, angles that need to be improved. But uh, it's a tough team, man. You don't, you know, whatever you say about the schedule or anything else, you don't just go ten and zero. Uh, this yeah. is a a team that's put in the work work their ass off during summer. Um, all the people that saw those practices knew that you had the potential to have a really good team and credit to them they've done it. I mean, it's uh, it's not a video game. You're not at 100% every week. Um, managed a lot of issues and uh, credit to Mike Norvell and the staff. We, you know, we joke about losing to Jacksonville State three years ago and credit to kids like Kalen Deloach and Jordan Travis and I mean, Kalen Deloach committed to Willie. Yeah. Kalen Deloach has seen everything, and he's got a chance to go to the college football playoffs. I mean, that's freaking remarkable. So, uh, thought Deloach had a good game. Uh, he sometimes it's hard to judge Kalen until you can go back and look because he makes splash plays. He makes plays that stand out to you. Uh, but thought he played real well. Thought that uh, the interior line was pretty solid, especially I mean, in the second half. Playing good. Good players. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Burst had had some nice moments. Uh, Peyton early, I thought played really well. I'd go back and look at, uh, try to look at it more to get a better feeling. But uh, uh, Pat Peyton's turned into a, a dude. I mean, what was once kind of a tall, lanky, pass rushing specialist is a end who doesn't get turned and uh, yeah. plays plays really well. Um, so that one play made on counter in the second quarter I thought was huge I thought it was like I mean that, I, that's exactly I assume that's the one you're talking about like like that, he just and Peyton's not real jacked like he's mm -hmm. gotten bigger like he and Storms have worked together in, in the weight program but like he's not the biggest guy 
And to, for him to keep his feet moving there, to, to jolt that dude, like that's huge, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And the, the uh, um, not Lundy, um, fifteen, um, Bethune. Bethune is able to come over the top and and, and hit that thing. That was pretty big. I, all right, a couple other thoughts in my head. I, I don't think this was Jordan's best game, but I don't think it was his worst game by far, right? Mm -hmm. Last week, he carried you when you didn't have Coleman and you didn't have Wilson. Like, he made a lot of really high-level throws. There are a couple plays in this game that I think, if they're made, we are probably viewing Jordan in a different light. The first one is the play that needed to be made by the ref, which is that. You know, throw the flag. When you you did not get a lot of deep shots in this game that were open. I think mm -hmm. part of that is Miami did play well. They did get pressure on you, but also uh, we know what 100% Keon looks like. You know, and I don't think he had quite the level of juice tonight that he that he that he normally plays with. So when we talk about hey, if this team makes college football playoff, is there hope that they play a lot better? Yes, actually there is in some ways because it's not like you have guys who are lost for the season. Knock on wood. You have guys who are legitimately banged up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and also the one back shoulder to Johnny on on third and eight. Back shoulder. And that's early, a that's a pretty good ball by Jordan. And like Johnny has caught the ball better down the last six weeks than he did last year. Certainly than he did at Arizona State. Like his hands have actually improved at FSU, right? Which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard not to, but still, like he, you know, that was. Uh, that, that was that early. I think I think it's a wheel. What do you run where you have Jaheim there and you just miss him? It's either first or second drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that and maybe you know maybe that's a hundred percent. Jaheim gets there, uh, it, but that would have been potentially a, a play that changes the course of the game. Totally agree. I I liked uh, I like Norvell's plan to go. I'm not going to use the word tempo necessarily a ton, but no huddle. Yeah. Right. They 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 did almost exactly. Uh, and I didn't know this was the plan. Obviously, I wouldn't tell you guys if I, you know, but like, you got to have respect for the staff, obviously. But they did sort of what Houston did to Lamar Jackson back in the day, which was like, no huddle, hurry up to the line, then get the call, because you know Miami does want to dial up a lot of complex blitzes. Mm -hmm. um, so that was, I, I had a couple more notes so I was taking last night when I was doing a rewatch. I couldn't sleep, so I stayed up and watched it after cover three. Um Shovel pass, return screen to Keon, Jordan, uh, short side run. Uh, like you got to be able to execute when, when you get the quads look that you want because that's that's what you want. Uh, why get tricky? I think because who's in the best position to evaluate what you are as a team? The staff. I think that they, they run all this creative stuff because, A, you got a month to work on it, basically. But, B, I, I think there are concerns about your ability to block them mm -hmm. based on uh, – both talent and health, I would say, at the same time. You're also outnumbered someplace, right? I think Bell going down, or at least not playing much in the second half, also changed your ability to move the football some in the second half. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're nitpicking, like I think you want to see Jordan scramble probably, I think there was two times when I thought he should have gone. Mm -hmm. But again, this is hindsight, right? Like he also made some nice plays. He almost makes a, what would be like the first play you see on his highlight. If he scores on that one play, yeah. Uh, where he what goes down at the three or whatever. Uh, there's some nice moments from Jordan. You're not, you know. You, oh, he almost scores a 70 yard run. So that they 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 run this QB counter on second and eight, I think it was uh, in the third quarter, mm -hmm. and he actually jukes the one guy. And if uh, if your tight end, I'm not sure which tight end it was, 
if he makes the block, mm. like Jordan is going to score, I, I, I think. It, it, tight end blocking is certainly an area for continued need. They need to improve mm-hmm. uh, down the stretch here. Like that'll be an, an, an uh, area of emphasis, I think. Well, that's, Probably, I mean, you, know. you get a kid from shorter, you realize yeah. you've got something that you're working with. Warlock has some very special moments. He's a multi-year Obviously, guy. You see what's there, but he's only going to get more, you know, physical and shorter's rate room is not Florida State's. And I mean, he's going to continue to grow and continue to improve there. But yeah, and Biscuit, uh, you know, you got a potential first round tackle there, but uh <laughs> Continue he'll, to improve. He'll he'll turn into it. Absolutely. So we talked about the onside kick. I thought it was great. Thought you did exactly what you did. You just got an unlucky bounce. Uh, I also people are complaining in the chat about the onside kick. I liked it because you you knew if you got the look, you were going to do it mm-hmm. right. Um, B. What you don't want to do is play like a four possession half. Miami's clearly looking to hold the ball against you. Now, I do get the argument, and I don't think it's invalid that they have a freshman quarterback make them go 80 yards. So I I get that. But if you get look, you know, you have the chance to really steal possession, put them in basically pass only mode, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't get it, okay, you still trust your defense, I think, to not allow a touchdown. Uh, which they did. They 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 bowed up and only allowed a field goal. Um, look, we, you need to get the process of it. Did they rep it a lot? Have they been saving it, right? Did they get the look they wanted? If so, the decision, you have to criticize the decision or praise the decision before the result, yeah. right? Like, did your kicker see what he, what, what, what he liked and he knew that he had the option to go do it? Yeah. Okay. Didn't work. Got it. But we can't just we can't evaluate the decision based on the result unless. Yeah. Um, let me see. Some defensive thoughts. I thought early on they primarily stuck with the game plan that I believe they intended to use with Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was completely justifiable and, and appropriate because Van Dyke had been throwing incredible picks against coverage. Like, teams just kind of stopped blitzing Van Dyke. Because, and he did, you know. Which he, he did at the end, yeah. four plays, and he gave me one. Uh, so, in the second half, but they, they did do some things schematically that other teams have hit on FSU this year. And just at a certain point, this is kind of unknown, right? They forced your corners to tackle, mm-hmm. okay? They, they, they were able to double you inside quite a bit to neutralize a guy like a Fabo or a Fisk, and they got the back one-on-one with the corner. A lot of run plays are designed to do so. And uh, in the first half, the corners they and, and the safeties could have tackled better, right? Yeah. Um, Putting it kindly. In the second half, they FSU and Adam Fuller, they made some adjustments. And as they've done a lot of the year, the adjustments worked pretty well. They came after him a lot. And by him, I don't mean – Williams. I mean, the back. Mm-hmm. Like, they really started bringing a lot of edge pressure. And what it does, it changes your track as a back, right? It's almost forcing you to cut the ball back inside. Some of your doubles inside are not working quite as well because the the, the angles change because of who you're bringing and where you're bringing it from. And that allowed Fisk and Lovett to get more one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I think Fisk and Lovett, whenever they decide to go pro, uh, 
probably made some money tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, not tonight because it's the morning, but last night. Uh, Lee is, for my money, the best center in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Like UCF, I I live by a bunch of UCF coaches, mm-hmm. right? And a bunch of like UCF big boosters. Uh, they were pissed to lose it. Mm-hmm. Like they knew how good he was. Cohen, like, yeah, I mean, Cohen's playing well. Yeah, yeah. Like that. That's a that's a good line, and uh, that was so. It was a schematic change for you that allowed the defensive line to get more one-on-one looks and win them. Mm-hmm. That's what you want, yeah. right? Like we, we talked about the load management. Your D-line looked pretty fresh in the second half. Yeah. You know? Fabian, this is this is why you bring Fabian back. Yeah. Games like this. And he, he looked – I was happy for him, man. Zero is a, is a destructor when, when he's in there and he is healthy. The passion was really good, too. Like, like I mean, you could see – Fabian's having fun. Yeah, Fabian's a special player. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, the trade-off in the second half, they did get some guys open at times over the middle, but you were bringing pressure. You were speeding up the freshman's clock, right? They really didn't do anything in the second they, they had, I think they had 75 yards in the second half outside of one play. Mm-hmm. And that one play is going to change the perception of this ball game, dude. I mean, it's, it, what is that, a 75, 80-yarder? 85 yards. Good. Okay. It's after a win. For another yeah. Yeah. Like that, that is, you are up 27 to 13 with eight minutes left to go. They've done essentially nothing in the second half. Your defense is playing disciplined. They're, you know, taking good angles. And then, uh, I just, that's crazy. The, the only, it kind of reminded me a little bit. Was it Viking Saints in the playoff? The ball to Stephon Diggs, like the Hail Mary. Remember talking about? Let me see if I can find this. I don't watch much. Don't watch much NFL, unfortunately. Um, yeah, people have asked, like, are we concerned about their ability to run against high-quality defensive line? Yeah, I mean, it's what we've said all year. You know, it is the, it is one thing that's a little limiting. Now, all right, I do think you can get healthier on the line on the offensive line. I also think you may be dealing with some stuff that just you know two weeks isn't going to change. These guys are going to be battling through some stuff, uh, and they are. And Bud has found the play that he's here. Go. All right, I'll, I'll let you watch for it and I'll show it to the chat because I, I do think this is all right. So look, third and ten, six seconds left. Okay, yeah, it, it's it's based like this does happen occasionally, even at the pro level, and I don't think the one play. Here, I'm going to show this, see if I can, I shouldn't get copyright for this. <laughs> oh, we've never turned, see? we've never monetized the channel anyway. So that is true. We, 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 strike we, it. we do keep the channel free. <clears throat> like even at the pro level, occasionally mm-hmm. that's, that's six seconds left in a playoff game mm-hmm. at the NFL. I mean, the fact that it happens is any less frustrating because oh, you were about you're there. I don't know if you're about to blow them out, but you are about to really put that thing away. Yeah. Yeah. And then that happens. Mm-hmm. So, uh, McElroy, I thought, had a really good point this morning. He's like, just Florida State is is so well coached. Mm-hmm. They don't panic. Mm-hmm. They, they, they adjust to things. Unless you're really, really good, it's hard to beat them for two halves. You know? And I was like, that's, mm-hmm. that's a good point, Greg. Yeah. You know, I I was I I, I agree with him. Um, you're ten and zero. Are, are you giving that one back? Do you remember, uh, Bud 
when fourth and 14 was the worst thing that ever happened to Florida State. Yeah. 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 You've won what, 16 games in a row, 15, whatever it is. Yeah. Or six and four. Norvell's never lost to Miami. Yeah. Tell me, tell me when we're ruined, uh, because I'm still waiting for it. When the fact that Florida State beat Miami was going to be the worst thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. It, it, you're only a couple wins from uh, taking the all time series lead back, which, uh, something. Yeah. That, uh, that certainly is something. Uh, more three linebacker looks in the second half. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a trade off, right? If you do that, they're going to be a little more open. They did get Restrepo open a couple times, but not crazy, not crazy open, right? Like he's open, but he's not uh, WTFO, right? Right. And the fact that he's not that, I think, puts a little more pressure on the freshman, mm-hmm. and the passes are a little bit off. And you know, uh, Greedy Vance is able to get his hand in there, like because Jarian played, and then. He went out, I assume, because Jerry got hurt last week. No, he so. didn't play. Yeah, he was out for Pitt. So I, uh, he's he's had a consistent issue or two that he's had to deal with himself. So uh, incredible atmosphere. You know, we'll see what happens. I'm a byproduct of that. Uh, Proton Pack says, I, I sat in the stadium for Jacksonville State. I'll take this. Yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. It's quite the turnaround. Yeah. I, I thought it was like a good team win in the fact that you had to use a lot of your depth. Mm. You know, especially on defense, a lot, a lot of those guys. Um, yeah, Kesta saying he thought Bethune. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, totally. And Greedy, I I agree with the replays call to not overturn the call of incomplete on the field. Mm-hmm. But I also think that if you had called it intercepted on the field, what is, what is, you certainly would have not overturned yeah. it. Right. Um, Matt Brewster says, uh, Go Canes, you guys left the door open for Cristobal. You almost got beat. By a freshman. Almost. 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 Uh, I assume Matt Brewster will be one of 11,000 people who watch Miami next week against Louisville. And uh, good luck. Good luck in Boston. Good luck. Um, Six and four is a good record. It's fun. Six and four is, is quality. Yeah, this. Uh, more Schrodenford? Would you like to know. examine a tweet that I made two years ago at this time? Oh, please. Yes. Bud's pulling up the old ones. All right. Check this out. Uh, this is if Florida hires Billy Napier after in-state LSU showed no interest, one rival is going to look smart and the other will probably look dumb in a few years. I'm not sure who. I'm not saying that LSU fans are thrilled with Brian Kelly. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, yeah, you there, one. there is some consternation, but I don't think that they are, uh, I don't think that they feel like they're missing out. Yeah, no credit. I, I, I'm not quit. I think that term gets thrown around a lot, but uh, I wasn't sure what they're going to look like after yeah. last weekend. And uh, uh, you know, they're never <laughs> a defensive clinic. But damn, if they can't, it's, I mean, they were the only team that stopped them all year. I mean, Daniels is great. Freaking number eight's incredible. Florida's guy threw a punch. Kept kept, kept kept the uh, kind of destroyed you one know, of their drives. Throw a punch, throw a shoe. Uh, LSU is just a brings out the best from the guys in Gainesville. Eric Crosby thinks Chip and Fernelli are such FSU haters. I think they're FSU haters. I mean, look, uh, we have ten weeks of football to go off now. I I don't think FSU is playing at the level of like Georgia and Michigan, and that's okay to say, right? I, I don't think the expectation going into this year, based on how you recruited how you portaled, how you developed, et cetera, and where you are in your 
developmental timeline was to be better than Georgia, right? If it was, like, did we say that in the, pre- in the preseason? Like, hey, this is a better team than Georgia? Dog, can you – what is the look you give me if in two, two years ago I'm like, I'm not sure if we're as good as Georgia or Alabama. Yeah, like, it's like, what? Oh, really? And probably 35 other programs. Uh, yeah. If that's where you are, 133, 134, yeah. teams play a big boy ball. You may be the third or fourth best team in the country. Pretty yeah. freaking incredible. Uh, and you're not going anywhere. You're gonna have some pieces next year that you gotta adjust to to losing, and it's gonna look a little different. But this is not. Um, I don't think it's built on paper. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is a this is a strong foundation that Mike has built, and uh, you can wake up on Sunday morning and uh, feel proud that you're a supporter of you know one of the best teams in the country and a program that's exceptionally well organized. Uh, so. I also think that um, obviously you can't discuss the recruiting stuff based on, but but I can a little bit like based on who they're recruiting at certain spots. I I believe in in judging intent and, and reading into what a coaching staff does and doesn't do in the portal, right? Or what they do on the recruiting trail. And I think some of the offers that they're extending and not extending are telling me that they feel like some of these positions, like they really have hit on some of the young guys who they signed in last year's class uh, immediately on twitter my fans man i love miami fans like good <laughs> god first of all every single one has a podcast it's yes, it's amazing that's remarkable uh, I, yes. I i i texted my buddy like why don't you have a podcast you're my fans like i was like yours would be much better than this stuff and they immediately put for so pregame it's y'all suck you're mm-hmm. not any good you haven't played anybody okay no cool which is also insane to apply that miami somebody but if she hadn't played anybody all right in the game, we're like, oh, you guys are getting lucky. The refs are stealing it. Okay, go, go, go! Watch Keon get get down uh, on on that, that touchdown play. Post game, it's like it was close. Miami, Miami's gonna have a ton to sell on the recruiting trail. Like, there's just yeah. they always talk they, smack. Like, like they're like a robot. It's yeah. amazing, dude. So, uh, like Matt Brewster in the chat here. Chris maybe Duval. that's what they. Maybe that. Maybe we just solved the Ekane phenomenon. Maybe oh. it's just all AI. Wait, can you spell hurricanes without AI? H U R I. There's an AI here. Without AI. Bingo. So, yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. Do I think that Cristobal will try to use this to recruit? Yes. Cristobal uses everything to recruit. Dude, Cristobal could have lost by 30 and he's going to use it to recruit. That's yeah. what he did. I mean, the guy's relentless. That's what he does. If it's close, you say, well, look how close we were. Right. If it's a blowout, you say, look, look, look how many young players you played and look yeah. how much playing time we had to sell. Yeah. yeah. Good recruiters are going to recruit. Right. Um, yeah, they, they, I just I have a ton of respect for my fans. Actually, I got respect for my fans who like go six and four every year and still show up and go to these road games. Like the guy who's like 2000s, uh, you know, Camaro is is still driving or whatever that is. That I mean, it's a Mustang. Like what? What's his wife saying? Uh, like, the, the, I mean, do you park it in the driver? Or do you think you got to have like offsite storage for that thing? Like at some point, she's like, babe. Come on, like Come on. I, I, I can't. Life moves on. I, um, I cannot abide by, by, by this. Uh, you get North Alabama next week. Uh, I have some fun stuff planned for this week, by the way. Good. So we don't have to do a lot of North Alabama coverage. Okay. Uh, a buddy of mine, uh, we're gonna play Remember Some Dudes, and a buddy of mine sent me a pack of uh, FSU cards, like '92. Uh, fun. Battles in is partnering with a uh, trading card company. So we'll have some trading cards available um, for 
the broader fan base for the holiday season. Great stuff. Got to talk more about that. But no, I've got some uh, old cards. Speaking of not old, but speaking of past players, you said you saw Rodney Hudson. I did. I saw I saw Rodney last night. I told Greg Jones, in which he reminded me that I told him the same thing in, in Orlando, that I want to get a pit bull and name it Greg Jones. Uh, so that was a nice moment. Uh, Brian McFadden running around. Leroy Smith uh, was down uh, at the end to go last night. So some uh, nice. great to see some of the former players. And, uh, dude, McFadden's an awesome dude. I, I, he's a great guy. Yeah. Great, great ambassador, great representative of the program. He, uh, you know, he he really is. I, I, no, Rod, Rodney, Rodney had a good time. I t- talked to him for a while. We were waiting on the elevator uh, at, at the hotel and just congratulate him having an awesome career. Mm. Yeah, like, man. Is he going to make the Hall of Fame? I mean, if that position can make it, Rodney deserves it. Like, he's uh, a multiple time, like, all pro. Yeah. Right? And played. He was the uh, played. the highest paid center for two or three years there. Uh, he was he was at the the apex of, of the position. Uh, and what a dude, man. Uh, awesome yeah. guy. Super, super chill dude. Good guy who, uh, um, I remember talking to Trickett about this. God, it's a long time. We are old. Long time ago. Uh, about how, like, he really loved kids' work ethic. He was, you know, helping support his family, working at KFC after, uh, was that, was it Katrina? Yeah, because he was a mobile kid. He was a mobile yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I, I, so, shout out to Rodney. Great to see him. They, they did a nice job of getting former players back. For this one, I know the broadcast mentioned they had over 100 recruits in attendance. It sure looked like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's you know a really nice uh, uh, atmosphere to show all of the, those recruits. Beautiful weather. I, I mean, how many people just coming up to me at at the tailgate and be like, "Man, the job Graham has done on this is awesome." Like, I I love giving the battles end because it allows us to keep our guys that we're so proud of home. You know, and like to be able to afford opportunity for some of these guys who would have been later round draft picks, but are now, you know, going to move up a little bit mm-hmm. and are able to you know make something really, you know, make a nice endorsement when, when they're here, learn more about business, uh, man, hats off, dude. Like that, that was a, that was a great event. And just, it was like, not, I don't like, you got to be worn out. I'm just because so, it's, you're I'm so tired. Bro. Like, <laughs> dude, I know you're just talking to everybody nonstop. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it was it's, great. It's really impressive. It was a lot of fun yesterday. Yeah. Um, the chat wants an update on John Reese's stadium. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure things are going well uh, for Ruiz and everybody associated with that. I mean, I will say, uh, John Ruiz aside, Miami's very well funded. Yeah. Miami is uh, not going anywhere. Um, they're They're committed. And in multiple sports, uh, Miami yeah. basketball is really freaking good. Um, so um, we can all chuckle at John Ruiz, but there's other people who don't want to be the face of the program who um, are happy to support them. And Miami's going to be all right. I know uh, Manny Navarro had, had said, um, I mean, obviously one of the guys is also the dude who owns the MLS team. That is something that I've heard for a long time. Yeah, like, yeah. like you know, if if you ha- own an MLS team that can buy Lionel Messi, yeah, if you, you probably Lionel Messi, that's you can probably support a college football my, program. My that's I, I, I can't mm-hmm. can't see your fin, but I know you're a deep water fish. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, it, yeah, for sure. Uh, we didn't talk special teams, and we probably should. Ah, oh, man, I mean, when we talk we talk the onside, but like, Master Mono, <laughs> Master Mono, um. 
and Ryan Fitzgerald to come back from where you were the first five games last year or whatever. Um, yeah, it's missed one kick this year. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible, man. Credit to that kid because that, that is uh, – that's not a fun place, man, when you're missing kicks and people are calling you, you know, all sorts of shit on social media and um, – you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to knock him. I mean, he's, I'm, I'm sure he's a tough kid physically, but uh, mentally, uh, super resilient dude who put in a lot of work over the summer and uh, has had it a really, really remarkable year so far. Man, um, Keon's return also. Yeah, that was it was well blocked and well run. Even on that. It's not 100 percent Keon. Yeah, because um, we know what 100 percent Keon looks like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, that was that. That was awesome for him getting it out. You know, I, I uh, fortunate to get that ball back on uh, the one punt. Yep, that's an it's an issue. You're going to just need a little bit of clarity on how how you want to address that. So, agreed. Uh, you got a home run effort for Miami. Yeah, you're going to get a home run out of Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Like, hey. Florida has to go play at Missouri now. Missouri walloped Tennessee yesterday. Dude. So, yeah. Um, you know, that's uh, it's going to be interesting. And then you're going to go play in the swamp. I mean, I've, I've watched this program for, for about 40 years now and, you know, covered it for what, 15. When's the last time that a, a win in the swamp was easy? 2013? Yeah. And even then, it was like it was like three nothing. It was a second. Took took a second. You know, Kelvin Benjamin has one of the most disrespectful ten minutes of football that you could ever hope to see. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's not easy down there. Like, you will prop. Well, we'll see. Like a noon game. I would. That's exactly what I would say. Let's not have a night game in Florida. Um, see what happens with that. I do think Miami's defense is better than U.S. defense. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. and probably by a good bit at this point. I. I I'm sure UF will play really, really hard. Some of these guys do look a little worn down mm-hmm. for them. So uh, you add in the the you know, travel back from a, a night game at LSU, then they got to turn on and go on the road. I assume that's not a night game at Missouri, but it might be if they get like the SEC Network uh, late game. Mm-hmm. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Have they, have they announced the other schedules yet? I don't. Uh, I'm not sure if they've announced that one or not. Check. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for chat, guys. We really appreciate you all supporting the show. I mean, this is. This is an awesome venture and, and a great way to spread the word uh, for you know the all of our sponsors and the causes and we just really enjoy you know getting on here and uh, talk talking about that's something that we all are really proud of. So, uh, how about Bell and Keon's uh, two mouthpieces? So you always had an upside down U. Okay, I haven't seen. Did this you yet. see that's that? Awesome. Wouldn't put it past either of those gentlemen <laughs> to have something like that. that would be that would be on brand. Uh, I'll put it that way. So, uh, Kessna asked, pretty interesting, does the halftime performance of this team prove the staff is elite at halftime adjustments? I mean, I mean they're very good at them at a minimum. Yeah. Uh, like, to McElroy's point, like, it's hard to beat these guys for two halves. Mm-hmm. They, they adjust pretty well. They, um, and generally, like, it's, a, it's adjustments, but... Uh, I'm not trying to carry water for anybody here. You also have probably one of the five best strength and conditioning coaches in the country. Uh, and there's a reason yeah. why uh, you're as good as you are late in games. Uh, 
I also think even when some of the stuff that they, that they do early isn't doesn't even if it doesn't work, it doesn't seem nonsensical. Mm-hmm. There's at least a plan. Like, okay, you repped all week for Tyler Van Dyke. And is there a difference schematically between Van Dyke and Williams? Not not a huge one. There is some, as you saw in the second half. But it totally makes sense to see if you can stop the run out of that two high look, limit some opportunity for explosives, and see like if you can confuse the kid. Mm-hmm. Right? Miami's like, no, we're gonna play so conservative that like we're not even gonna test on some of this stuff. And then you adapt to it. Um like if they play that game again, do I think Miami can score 20? I not really. Right? The, the, I think Miami's defense could play that way again. I don't know, you know, if the like does 20 points match what Miami did on offense? Not not a totally. Uh UF Miami or uh UF at Missouri is a 730, 730 start. That breaks I my heart. I hate to, I hate to see back to back. Road night games. Road that, games. Uh, you know, if you talk to coach halfway across the country, that's tough. The most epic coach I've had this year is a guy just absolutely airing out his conference to me over playing a road night game. Over, I actually can't give away why they moved the night game, but I, I would give away who it is. Mm-hmm. But like, just coaches hate road night games, man, because they don't. Especially if, if your school is not somewhere that like you know has a, a really accessible airport, mm-hmm. which Columbia, Missouri to Gainesville, Florida is. Yeah, I mean they're prob they probably fly direct, but still probably got a charter. But yeah. Um, you don't get home until like one thirty two. No, you don't. I mean, there's been multiple times this year where this team gets home at two thirty in the morning. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. But it means that you aren't as sharp as you want to be on Sunday and. Coaches feel like that bleeds into the the rest of the week, and they know better than I do. So, yeah, I I, I think that the back to back can can definitely grind on you a little bit. Uh, how did the prize picks do? I did not kill it with prize picks this weekend. Well, good. Maybe maybe we just we'll keep our sponsorship. <laughs> I did. They, uh, they texted me this week. They're like, "How are things going?" I'm like, "Seems like it's going well. Uh, looks like money's landed in the account, and looks like the audience is responding, which are normally the you know two large parameters of a sponsorship." Mm. Uh, and he just wrote back, "Yeah, I think it helps that Bud gives out locks too." Like, yeah, it probably probably helps. Probably helps, Ben. <laughs> All right. So I was leaving Mad So, and uh, this is I, I think the prize picks are helping us connect with the younger audience. By the way, um, because I was leaving, and I really I had a hard time getting out of the Mad So line mm-hmm. because like there were. Hey, that's Bud. Like, Bud, Bud, you bought our eggs, Bud. Like, hey, 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 guys. Like, and like, that's that's him. I was like, they're like, yeah. I was like, okay. This, like, you know, it's the kind of thing where, where your wife's like, oh god, uh, funny. But um, yeah. No, no I mean, guys, we. This is fun. I think we have a large segment. I don't know, large. We have it. We have a part of our audience that gives no damn about Florida State, but they watch it because uh, this guy's really freaking first. It's been a show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Look, I, I I told you guys all year, I, it is 100% not sustainable to hit a 25x or 10x on more than half the cards you throw out. With all due respect, there would be no null cast if we were hitting 25xs uh, every time. Week. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Uh, yeah We'd it, be living on top of a mountain somewhere in the Caribbean. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Live from Costa Rica, yeah. it's the null cast. Here's my <laughs> infinity pool. From the uh, Cobb house. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, it... Play it responsibly. 
okay I, I i mean it really it can be a lot of fun if you play it responsibly uh i think i did hit the one on thursday by the way did you because gabriel went nuts um the the georgia stuff was good uh, was canel there i did not see canel there um was so canel oftentimes on saturdays has to go to new york where one of our cbs studios is mm -hmm. to do inside college football so i don't think he was at the game um that was a lot of fun man yeah um I'm not gonna speculate on which coaches leave or don't leave that that's I, I don't know honestly um I think I think it's pretty much it man 10 and 0 10 and 0 incredible see you tomorrow night we'll do it I'll be uh I'll be back in my home hotel and uh with wi-fi with wi-fi <laughs> I've been assured it's all good all good it's, it's a hilarious story the so like biggest weekend of the year and I think we had some security team come in and try to put in a couple additional cameras and accidentally cut the internet so it happens man it does all right guys uh enjoyed it and we'll talk to you all soon all right y'all